What is going on, everybody? You're listening to season two of the Good Men Exist podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday at 12.01 a.m. Eastern so you can get your days or night started off right. If you're not following me on all social media platforms, it's the same on all of them at Jarrell GME. Thank you guys so much for listening. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist podcast, season two. She popped back up and she she messed me up in the head at that time. Like I'm I'm cool now. But it was like my first experience with not being adequate in someone's eyes. And what she told me really just shook my shit up. And she said, It's a win-win. Tell me what you lose. To me it makes sense, but it's up to you. I know you'll always choose. Money of love. And they always take that money of love. Yeah, look at you go. Make that money, don't let the money make you. Make that money, don't let the money make you. Make that money, don't let the money make you. Let the money make you. So at the time, money bags was definitely a little petty. Like you, I could just tell. And. So when she came back, she came back with a different situation. And I feel like she came back because that situation was in place. And maybe, you know, she was still interested in me. Um, But I definitely think that having the other thing in place made it easier to digest what was going on with me. Right. So I remember one time we had kind of talked about marriage, not with each other, but just in general, what our expectations were, what we thought about it, what we would expect out of it, all that kind of stuff. And in talking about it, she mentioned some things and I was and I felt like it made sense. Now, we slightly differed on a few things, but for the overall, you know, it was it was what you would expect. Nothing crazy. But then she said other things just in general that was an immediate turn off for me. Like it it stepped into diva mode and no matter where I am, I just, I can't do diva shit. I don't care who you are, how much money you have, what you do, where you come from, whether you're spoiled or you're not. I don't do divas. I just can't. And for a little bit, she stepped into diva mode. So she was like, hey, if you want to be with me, you need to get rid of your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm still out here doing me. So I was like, all right, I mean, cool. Um, And naturally, because of some of the stuff I was hearing, I was just like, well, I ain't really trying to cuff you like I did like her don't get me wrong and I think she did like me and I really do think that there was uh something there but I don't think that ultimately it could have been there was different levels of maturity then on both of our sides and I think that if we would have tried for real for real during then or during that time it, it probably would have been fun but I don't know that it necessarily would have turned into anything without tremendous growth. So in talking to me at different times, she would say things. And one thing she said to me really messed me up in my head. So she was kind of talking about marriage and things. And she said, you know, I would I would say I I might have hinted at I was like, yeah, you know, we 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 go places, we do things. I'm like, you ain't ever like paid for like like nothing and keep in mind this ain't like day two or nothing this is well in of going places and doing things and although we had fun like it was cool i was like yeah you know what i'm saying like you can you can swing something one time you know what i'm saying like swing it's cool no you you don't you don't feel that way and she said and and i almost quote this because i still remember that shit to this day it's not it's not an exact quote but it's pretty close and she said 
if you want to be a husband, you have to bring something to the table. Like if you don't have any money to bring to the table, then you don't need to be at the table. And I was like, shit, excuse the fuck out of me for being trying to be a halfway decent guy. And, you know, like actually trying to have a conversation with you instead of just trying to put my dick in like what? That's crazy. And so she so she said that to me and I was like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> I was just I just couldn't. I couldn't believe it. And, and, and I'll be for real. I wasn't I wasn't rolling in the dough then, but I worked at a at a corporate uh, security company. It was a government contractor for security. And I was an analyst. Like I was an operations analyst. So I won't like I was out here, you know, uh, I don't know, like working as a cashier at, you know, Best Buy or nothing. Like I had a real ass job. They was just cheap as fuck. Like I can't help how much they I can't, you know. But it was fine. So that's what she told me. And I was just like, yo, this ain't it. Right. And like it was it was kind of like that. It wasn't toxic. I'm not going to say that because I feel like, first of all, that word is thrown around way too much. But it was that thing where we couldn't leave each other alone because there was something there. But I also feel like in the back of our minds, we knew it wouldn't work. But we weren't like you ain't shit. And you ain't shit. Well, fuck you. Damn, well, fuck you. Shit. Like it was never like that. But when she told me that, that just that just really messed up my head, man. And I, I was like, so you mean to tell me that I can't make you happy if I don't make a certain amount of money? And because I liked her, I was like, I, that shit hurt my feelings. <laughs> I was like, man, that uh, that hits different. Damn, that's how you feel. And I ain't had no comeback for the shit either. Like, like all I had was your mama, but that didn't really apply to that situation. So I was just like, oh, okay, uh, so... I just left it as is. And I remember another time I was over her house and she told me about this guy she was talking to, you know, like she kept it real. She knew about my situation. I know about hers. We weren't doing anything. We were just hanging out. But she was like, yeah, and I'm with this guy now and he works at wherever he worked at some government contractor. Um, you know, they were bigger. And he said, uh, I have a and she told me that he told her that he had a budget for her that he can just spend on her and she can spend however she wanted. And they had gone out X amount of times and uh, she hadn't even reached half of the budget yet. He told her and I was like, well, shit, you, you need to stick with him then because <laughs> I'm like, if this fool got all the money and he taking you where you want to go and doing what you want to do, then, you know, like, what am I here for? Like, I can't help you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if it was you and me, I think we would be cool together and stuff. But if money is what you're looking for and you're looking for uh what's what they call the things when you get when you're a kid and you do chores and they give you an allowance i was like if you're looking for an allowance like ooh, i don't know if i can swing that shot right and so when she told me that so many things went through my mind i was like damn like she's really about this money shit so much so i was like she only cares about the money bag god dang money bags so that's how she got the name money bags um and that's like any woman that I've ever told that story to, like that is a nickname. I don't think anyone actually knows her name to this day because I've always referred to her as money bags ever since then. And I and I and it really I felt like less of a man because she was like, you don't even need to be at the table if you don't have money. And I was like, that, I mean, because I knew I was trying to get like I wasn't just, you know, content with where I was at this company. I was still looking, still trying to get places but a few things had happened to where 
you know, stuff didn't fall my way. So I was just still there. And uh, yeah, so I, I was like, I just I just felt super inadequate. I felt like less of a man. Um, and I, I was super conscious about that from from that time on, especially like when when her and I talked or we went out somewhere. I just always remember that comment about like I shouldn't even be at the table. Right. But again, we had we had this unspoken vibe so we would still hang out and i knew like at this point it had gone on for a little bit and again i, I don't know where sketches was but at this point i was like hey i should tell sketches about this so um one day she came home from work and I, I said hey i gotta talk to you and keep in mind this was extra difficult because if you remember from the first episode i told you like she was a very humble very soft-spoken introverted girl had done nothing wrong, but my lesson from the first episode was that I shouldn't have ever gotten into that because it wasn't like my uh, emotional status with her shouldn't have warranted where we were and what we were doing. And like I said, I, I learned that. So I said, hey, here's what has gone on. And she she listened. Obviously, you know, she she was heard about it. And like I said, even though nothing had happened between money bags and I outside of just, you know, uh, hanging out that was still crossing the line right and that's fair so and I told her I was like you know what I, I feel like there's a few things that needs to happen and one of them is I should cut it off with with money bags but in my head I also knew that I needed to cut it off with Skechers and so I said after I told Skechers what it was I said hey I'm going to money bags place and I'm going to tell her that I told you everything and I'm going to cut it off right so I get a text message before I go over there and she's like, hey, I really need you to hurry up. I have something to tell you. Now, I was a little worried because like, I don't like, I didn't know what the fuck she wanted to tell me. Like we did nothing at all. So it won't be nothing like I got herpes or I'm pregnant. So like that, I wasn't worried about it from that standpoint. But I was like, she made it sound she made it sound serious. So I was like, OK, so I hurry over there. I get there and she's talking and stuff. And uh she tells me that she got either laid off or fired that day right and i was like oh that's that sucks right and she was like yeah i'm just gonna you know keep my head up and i'm just gonna start looking for another job and i gotta figure some stuff out and i was like yeah i, I understand and you know so i i felt bad but like keep in mind i came there with a mission like, although she just dropped this bomb on me, you know, and she's in a different mental space because she no longer has income. I was like, I I can't not tell her that I'm going to cut it off. Right. You know, because then this whole visit is pointless. And she's like, I just want to I just want to relax. Like, let's watch a movie. Let's just lay on the couch. And, you know, I just want to be here. And in my head, I was just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, what do I, like, I need to do something to think? I, like, I can't like no this is not good but what did i do we watched poetic justice i think that's what it was i'm not sure it was might have been but anyway so she's watching there and and she's you know just kind of relaxing it and she's just enjoying the time you know i could tell that she just wanted company in that in that moment in time and so the first movie is over she's like do you want to watch another one and you know it's probably like eight nine at this point and i'm like uh, i don't know she's like well we don't have to watch one right now so we'll we'll just talk i was like oh perfect all right and 
one of the and before I can start, you know, saying what I needed to say, she was like, you know, one thing about you that I always wondered. I'm saying I say, what's that? She says, you never touch me. Like, are you afraid to touch me or something? And I was like, no, I'm not afraid. You know, what I'm saying I just I just, you know, I technically I'm still, you know, obligated elsewhere. So I'm not trying to, you know, do all this extra stuff. And she's like, you can touch me. You know, and I was like. Yeah, I hear, I hear you. I, I yeah, uh huh. I hear you. And she's like, you don't want to. I I didn't I didn't say that. You know. But uh, she's like, touch me. And I was like, Lord Jesus, I need thee right now, Smoky Norful. takes my hand this probably ain't the best thing to say after that but hey so she takes my hands and she places them upon her bosoms or bosom i think it's singular when you put it at that way upon her bosom and she's like squeeze them and you know i was taught to follow instructions so i proceeded to squeeze them and i was like yeah this is not what i came here for so i let them go i was like ah yeah, let him go. So I let him go. And I say, hey. So I told her about everything. I just blurted the shit out, right? Because I felt like there's no lead in to this. So the only thing you can do is just say all the shit at once. I was like, I told her about it. I told her I was coming over here. And I told her I gotta cut it off with you. And I'm gonna cut it off with her. And I gotta figure out some stuff. And she was like, that's good. So what are you like? She gonna stay there? She's gonna move out? Like, what are you thinking? I was like, I don't know. I'll probably have her move out. Like, she's like, okay. She's like, when will you have her move out? You know, maybe we can hang out more or I can come over like that. No, like I was I was trying to I was trying to not do this because you said that you didn't want to talk to me. So anyway, long story short, it wasn't like I thought she would be upset. She wasn't really mad. She was just again, there was probably a lot going on in her head at that point in time. So she wasn't really processing stuff like she normally would. So I, I just I chalk it up to that. So I went home and, and so sketches was like, did you tell her? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, OK. And that was kind of like really all we said about it. And uh, so the next morning comes and she I guess she had, you know, been letting this boil up all night. And she comes to the bathroom while I'm getting ready before she leaves. And she says something along the lines of this is home. You should have been here with me instead of there with her. I was here. You should take care of home first. I should come first. She should not have. And I and I hear her. And she walked away. I didn't say a word. I didn't say anything. Um, and she left, went to work. And I realized that she was really, you know, deep into this. And um, that's another lesson that I had to learn, man. Later on, I didn't I didn't learn it then, but I think and I, uh, ladies, listen, I may lose some of y'all this season. I understand. It. I'm fully aware. That I may lose some of y'all and, and fellas, I may I may lose some of y'all, too. But understand, this is a season of lessons. This is a season of growth. This is a season of understanding. And without these things that have happened, I wouldn't be where I am to not make those mistakes again today in 2020. So if you're like, oh, you you did this thing. I can't even listen to your podcast no more. Hey, listen, I feel you. I understand. Go listen to somebody else. But if you would like to see where this goes, if you would like to see how I've evolved 
from those mistakes, then I implore you to tag along. Stick with me. See that it gets better. See that the understanding goes to a whole new level. But at this time, like I said, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I realized that I think that she thought that there was a real future with me, with us. And because I was so distanced from the relationship, I never took the time to pay attention to that. I wasn't putting a ton of effort in, but I will say my minimum effort is a lot more than many guys maximum effort. And that's just because I'm just I'm different when it comes to how I treat women in general. So they, I, I do a lot of the things that other men just may do hit and miss or they may not do at all. So like I say, with my minimum effort, I think she really bought into that and bought into that from a, a long term perspective. And it went right over my head. I missed it. So even with that being said, even with her making that statement that she made before she left, I still had to make a decision. And although my decision didn't entirely hinge on money bags, I knew that it was best for me to put some space in between all of us. So I made a decision that was unpopular, but it turned out to be the best in the end. And that decision was. I'll let you guys know on the next episode, man. Thank you guys again for listening. If you haven't followed me on all the social media platforms, feel free to do so. Jarrell GME. I appreciate it. You got comments. You want to be like, hey, man, you an asshole. I get it. But I appreciate the comment, though. I appreciate you for listening. Don't just spam my shit, though, for no reason. But anyway, you know. But like I said, if you're willing to stick around for the growth, hey, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. After more lessons, of course. But as I said, I appreciate you all listening. Hit that subscribe button. Rate the podcast on Apple. I would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, be great, people.